Hello and welcome to a brand new season of NFL Only Better. It is our world famous at this stage season preview. Now, if you're listening to us, head on over to the new Betfair Sports YouTube channel, uh, which we've just launched. It's going to have all your football pods, your NFL pods, golf pods. Subscribe to that channel and take a look at this new set that we sort of built in Dublin. We <laughs> removed the podcast tables and put the guys in. Nice, comfortable chairs to let their they're brains... Very ni- they're very nice chairs. Let their brain, they yeah. are very nice chairs. To let, to yeah. let their brains <laughs> run more smoothly on their offers. And they come you know, with Betfair pillows. And they do come Extra with Betfair pillows. Available at the gift shop. <laughs> I'd like to introduce... Well, you should know them by now. At this stage, we're almost 100 episodes in. Wow. It is, of course, Mike Carlson and John Boff. Welcome, Kieran. <laughs> Guys... Well, how is your, I suppose, <laughs> spring summer been? It's, it's nice to see you again after six months of not hearing a word from you, Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. You've been good, Mike? I've been really good, yeah. Um, How did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Because we, we, it's one of those weird that, things. That we, is we, weird, isn't we it? We do the Super Bowl, and then we don't kind of do another show for a few Exactly, months. exactly. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl, guys? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a, a really good game, actually. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know. yeah, exactly. But they were the two best teams in the league, obviously, clearly, to make it there well. As well, not clearly. Um, but, but well, clearly. Given, well, given that Brock Purdy was out. Fair, fair. It's yeah. a fair point. It's a fair point. They were the two and, best teams on the day. Mike, yeah, as our rules officiator, the pass interference call that basically decided the game. How did you? Because you're going to say it was, but the argument, I suppose, you would say it's, uh, we're it was. Back here. It was interference, um, but 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 it the, w- wasn't called the, multiple the, times well, during the game. See, that's my that's my old that's my constant gripe with NFL refereeing is that you let a lot go and then you make a perfectly good call and they say, oh, you let that go. You know, and this is the, you let the guys play. But what Bradbury was doing to me was, was clear interference and it was interference because he was beaten. And that's the book on him. He's a really good quarterback, primarily in the slot and in zone. He's not great in man-to-man. And he, they were taking advantage of that. You I don't know. know. It left a bad taste in my mouth, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. And it's not just pocket talk, although there is a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, I want to just run through the odds as we speak right now for uh, the Super Bowl, as you would imagine. Big odds, everyone. Kansas City Chiefs uh, are currently 6-1. to one. The Philadelphia Eagles are 8-1. to one. The Bills, 9. San Francisco 49ers, 9. The Bengals, 10. The Cowboys, 12. The Jets, that's right. The Jets, 16-1. to one. The Ravens, 16-1. is 20 bars. There are two odds boosts currently up on the Betfair Sportsbook. The Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers are both boosted. 9-1 to one about the Eagles. It is 10s about the San Francisco 49ers. And while I'm doing a bit of housekeeping, keep an eye on the Betfair Sportsbook throughout the NFL season as there is going to be a nice little kind of NFL bet builder ACA special uh, that will be available most Sundays. Well, I'm told it's going to be available from the start, very <laughs> start. But let's see how it goes. But <laughs> it's very exciting. Some, ni- some nice generosity there for everyone. John, let's start off with you. You wanted to chat about some running back activity. Yeah, there's a thing going on with running backs in the NFL right now, Kieran, you might have seen. Uh, there's a lot of complaints from the top players in that position that they are not getting the contractual payments that they think they should be getting. Uh, now, there was a Zoom call that took place a couple of months ago between the top uh, NFL running backs. I believe it was Nick Chubb who said to the media subsequently that running back is the one position where you can go in there, you can have a career year, you can get 1,500 yards, 1,600 yards, whatever it might be, 12, 13, 14 touchdowns, and that can actually hurt you next season when you're you're bargaining or negotiating for a new contract. The argument being that that's the one position where a successful season puts more miles on your clock. It can damage your knees, it can damage your hips, it can damage whatever you might be and make you not as attractive an asset to an NFL team. And they're 
argument the running backs will obviously want to get paid as much as they're worth because that is the one position where your window to make money is so small comparative to other positions yeah it's and you've seen small, an, like. you've seen an awful lot of it this year and you know it starts at the beginning and miles sanders wasn't offered a contract by mm -hmm. the eagles and and he was literally their third choice running back during the playoffs last year yeah. uh, austin eckler held out because he wanted a bit more and got it you know still not up up to the uh, top standard and you've got guys if you figure the, the salaries two ways, you've got guys who have the most money on long-term contracts or the guys who are being paid the most for the season. And that works out to, to a franchise tag of $10 million, basically. Mm -hmm. And there aren't many. There's six or so running backs above that franchise tag. Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets for seven-plus bonuses. Zeke Elliott for four, I think, with the Patriots, plus bonuses. Barkley didn't want to sign his franchise tag. He signed for $10 million, plus a million of bonuses he's not going to get. <laughs> um, but that you know that's kind of the way it works. And right now, you've got Jonathan Taylor holding out Jacobs from, in Vegas as well. Um, yeah, Josh Jacobs has been franchised and not signed the contract. Mm -hmm. And J.K. Dobbins holding in because he's there at, at the facility. Now, if you're those guys, you want to be paid. If you're Jonathan Taylor in the last year of your contract, their, their team is saying to you, we want to see what you do because you were injured last year. Go ahead. Make a trade. The team wants more than a first-round draft pick for him. Well, if they want more than the first-round draft pick for him, he's worth more than whatever the last year of his his rookie deal is, $8 million or something, something like that. J.K. Dobbins didn't play at all. Two years ago, played eight games last year. He wants a bigger contract. And the problem for most of them is they want the long-term deals, and they're not going to get long-term yeah, deals. They, they, this is a tale as old as time. And I mean... We've seen, and we've seen running backs come into the NFL have like one breakout season, Zeke Elliott, and 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 then be okay. So you can kind of see why owners would sometimes say, well, a, a wide receiver. Obviously, you, you spoke about wear and tear and all that, but a wide receiver's kind of career, he'll have bumps in the road, but form is temporary, kind of thing. You know, he, he he'll have a long period of success where. That might not be the case with running backs. So you can kind of see why, as a GM, you would hold Christian out. Christian Kirk is worth $19 million Precisely, in a, in a yeah. season. You know, what is a running back who both runs and catches, mm -hmm. a Kamara, say, uh, yeah. worth to a team? What is a guy like Derrick Henry who can carry a and team? Particularly just from the, the positional group's point of view as well. You're seeing the salary cap rise every year. And they're like, can we get some yeah. of that? You know, I think what the answer to this will be the NFL rejigging the franchise system. Because... By almost by definition, the franchise tag is only applied to the best players of the position. And although running back is primarily nowadays a fungible position, every team brings in new guys every year. There's loads of running backs available. They come from low in the draft or whatever. They, if they boost the, the franchise tag for running backs, I think they can solve that problem, at least on a temporary basis. Okay. Um, let's have a little look at the odds for the AFC. How's that sound? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are ten to three. Buffalo Bills four to one. Cincinnati Bengals eleven to two. The Baltimore Ravens nine to one. The Jets tens. Los Angeles Chargers tens. Dolphins tens. It's fourteen bars. Got to talk about the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's free. That's free agency. There was a story coming out of New York in free agency, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, let's start with you. Yes. Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, a that Jet. was his name. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, you said? Yeah. Yes. 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 That's yes. yeah. I mean. <sighs> 
it's going to be very interesting. It'll shake up that division for sure, because now you have three teams there who can potentially make the playoffs, you'd imagine at least anyway. But I don't know. I've just, I'm not sold on this. Like, speaking of running backs, Dalvin Cook is there now with, um, with uh, Aaron Rodgers in New York, and they've got Brees Hall, who actually is kind of the more attractive running back of the two. And coming sure. off an injury. Exactly. There you go. Which is just to bring it back to our previous point a little bit, I suppose. But rewind it back. See <laughs> yeah. I think the, you know, the, the Jets are kind of the, the fashionable team to look at at this point, <laughs> which is a hard thing to know. Oh, oh, no, the, the viewers, the Jets and fashionable team. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard those used. To get and I can imagine before. I'm going to get a couple of tweets about that. Rufus there's, is howling. There's one particular uh, Patriots fan with both Nokia, and they will probably take issue with that particular statement. Bill as well. Belichick is his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he coached uh, them. I think for a brief instant. You know. There was obviously that big situation that it actually it actually goes back a couple of seasons, really. Was it where is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Will he stay at Green Bay? He did for one year, and then he obviously left this past season. And if you remember, the talk about where he was going to go was all about, you know, it's going to make some team immediately, immediately a Super Bowl contender. It's going to boost their odds, and we put them there right into the playoffs, right there to where they want to be. But I've always had a little bit of trouble with that, particularly as it relates to Rodgers, because, like, how many times did... The Packers made the Super Bowl with Rodgers as their quarterback. Like he's played well. He's a two-time MVP, multiple-time MVP. One win anyway. One win. Yeah, exactly. So like the Green Bay Packers had Aaron Rodgers for you know well over a decade, and they made one Super Bowl victory. So well, it's, they it's, also had Mike McCarthy. They had so. they had he they had him and Favre, and they got one each. Yes, basically. exactly. So I guess you know it, it's a roll of the dice. Is quite is trying is what I'm really trying to say here. Having somebody of the experience of Aaron Rodgers isn't necessarily going to put you into the Super Bowl, but at the same time. Just on the other side of that coin, if you look at what obviously Tom Brady did, who would be a quarterback of a similar reputation as, uh, as Aaron Rodgers, if you know, he's, everyone will agree that Aaron, Tom Brady has had a better career, there's no question there. But he did come to Tampa Bay and make that difference immediately straight yeah. away. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That's a very good analogy because it applies to the Jets. That was in my it, notes, actually. He read that off. <laughs> in a sense, because w- when you look at the Packers teams, they were constructed, especially when Rodgers was there, around Rodgers. Uh, they paid Rodgers and they didn't pay receivers receivers for a while they they were bringing in guys that you know and he got more and more dissatisfied which happened to brady in new england Mm -hmm. at the end of his run um in new england and you could argue that those packers teams were not as good on paper or overall as rogers made them and that's kind of the um the argument with the patriots and brady brady went to tampa tampa were a stocked team they were they were strong particularly a receiver all the way around particularly on defense and Mm -hmm. what they needed was a quarterback to get them over the hump the jets are not quite at that level but they are moving around they are exactly Mm -hmm. they are they are a team with a lot of talent they've got Mm -hmm. questions receiver the Aaron Rodgers buddy club has come over from yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say offensive line. If their tackles can't stay he- healthy, if Beckton stays fit, that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, um, you know. But defensively, they're pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Salah is a defensive coach, so that's the kind of analogy where he could be the guy to get them over. Over. Yeah. The if hump. you look, at, if you look at the, the one thing I can't really escape about the Jets is like this would have been a much better team about three or four years ago with Dalvin Cook and with Aaron Rodgers there. Right now, it's a little bit like, oh, could you not have? And, and coming back to this season, uh, and just to stretch it a, a little bit further, Tampa was in a weak, divi- relatively weak division. The Saint- it was Tampa and the Saints, basically. Yes. The AFC East this year is a relatively strong division. I, I would say that, although I don't think it's likely, New England could conceivably be a playoff team 
because Belichick can coach that team to wins in the division. You yeah. know, they're they're kind of a nine and eight sort of team, I, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know, but there's four strong teams in that division. It's going to be hard for the Jets to get to the playoffs in that division. Well, just for everyone, we're going to run through the divisions near the end of the show. We're going to run through them all quite quickly. But obviously, we've we've spoken now just about the Jets because they're in they're in the news. But when you look at the odds, the reality of things is that. They've got KC, they've got the Bills, they've got the Bengals, they've got the Ravens. They even got the Chargers that you might slightly play ahead of them. The Chargers are always oh, my that dark. That I do <laughs> you, know, you could blindfold me and say, who's your dark horse team? And Whatever I'd say the Chargers. The Chargers. I, it's yeah, the Chargers. I should have yeah. wrote the note that you're not allowed to say the Chargers. Okay, Chargers. well, I, I won't do that. And it's not allowed. Year, every year the same thing happens with I, the Chargers. Like that, that's, you know? like, yeah. look, I backed two teams last year to win the Super Bowl. I backed the Bills and I backed the Chargers. And... Uh, uh, you know, great work there, Kieran. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just waiting on that to settle. But uh, obviously, people who listen to the show regularly know I, I can't be back in the Chiefs. I just can't. Like, mm. even how they celebrate after the Super Bowl, where they were like, "No one said we were going to win a Super Bowl. You were second favorites for the Super <laughs> yeah, Bowl." Yeah, I mean, I'm not buying that one. If you got, if you got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, you're always in with the Chiefs. I mean, what is could, this talk? Who could have expected Kadarius Tony? <laughs> yeah. right? where, where did that right. come from? So, in, I, in I terms of a winner, in terms of AFC champion game which which are wide lens on mm-hmm. uh, guys like bill like the it, the bills last year were kind of the sexy pick yes. i would know and that everyone was on the bills yeah. Yeah. we were all on the bills yeah how they performed last season has put me off them really and nothing that they've done since then has you know made me get back on that horse uh, is the no, time I, been I, and gone or, or, or I, is there I, moves under, they can I make? understand that too because uh, there's going to be the same team really Except they've Maybe. lost eggs and a few. Like, what have they done? What have they done? Well, they've got Josh Allen still, and he's. Well, yeah, but they're not going to help. Him. If you're not going to help, him, it, you got to bring the you got to bring the, the players in to help Josh they, Allen. And they, they added haven't. a pass catching tight end. That was their their big move in the draft, I think. Which which actually is a good move for them. It yeah. it, it it will help. It will help. Um, but they need to be able to stop. They need to be able to stop the run. They need more up front. They need um, healthy pass rush. They, the secondary is pretty good. They had injuries last year, and I think that was one of the, the big things. I mean, I mean, Hamlin was a great story. Yes. You know, it's great to see him back, but he might not even make the team in, in realistic terms, and he was starting by the end of last season. You know, he's a, he's a, a backup, basically. Um, but I, I think a lot of people will look at the Bills and say they're, they're kind of designed to keep teams in check. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, and then beat them. And the question is, beyond Kansas City, who's the next challenger there? I'm, a lot I'm of not, people would say Cincinnati. They yeah, would, but I'm not. Con- I think Cincinnati's going to have a tougher time in their own division than, than well, that people entire expect. Division is a crapshoot, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you could put, you could list any. If you could get a four-way bet on a team from that division going all the mm-hmm. way, that might be an interesting thing because I think. Baltimore, you've mentioned Cleveland. We've talked about yeah, it because John's a Cleveland Browns fan, but the Browns are stacked you know, Tampa, on paper. Should <laughs> they be a Tampa you know, Bay fan? The, the, the question with Cleveland is: Will Deshaun Watson be, mm-hmm. you know, the quarterback he was in Houston, or will he not have the rust massage? Or is just mediocrity just baked into the franchise? <laughs> you know, that's that's a possibility too. But I think just just on the AFC here, and I think that I, this is actually going to be a very very similar conversation to the one we had this time last year. But it's like. 
The AFC, there's probably, I'm going to say off the top of my head, about 12 teams who you could see. Decent teams. Realistically yeah. making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, but, and then if you look, just stops at the Patriots, man. No, I, didn't even, <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't even mention the Steelers who have won preseason so yeah, far. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like this, this Steelers, and you know, with Mike Tomlin as your coach, you're always going to be in there with a shout. But yeah, the AFC, I, I know I don't want to talk, speak too much about the NFC because we're going to get to that, but just putting those two conferences side by side, it's so weighted towards the AFC. Like if you put yeah. if you put like if you just put like a handful of these AFC like the middle pack of the teams put them in the NFC they're immediate playoff contenders they're immediate you know conference contenders right there so but that's just the way it works and and in fairness some of the NFC games can be quite entertaining because they're they're actually, oh yeah they're mm. actually kind of mediocre teams playing each other yeah um, so outside of say KC are the obvious sort of pick I'm, I haven't got your AFC championship winner yet we've mentioned Bills Bengals Ravens Jets. Chargers, you know, like anything, say, Dolphins, Jags, Browns, Steelers, Broncos, Titans, Patriots, any of those, because they're big figure price even to get to the sort of the AFC Championship. Game. I'm curious to see. Um, I, I, I might bet Bar. <laughs> yeah, very popular these days. Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens in Denver with Sean McVay and if he can sort of have a successful reclamation project with Russell Wilson as his quarterback, because McVay, uh, most people will say, is one of the most talented coaches in the league, I think, just given what he's done with the Saints. And he obviously worked very, very well with um, Drew Brees for a long time, and particularly like a veteran Drew Brees, like an older quarterback like Russell Wilson would be now. And Brees and Wilson aren't too dissimilar a profile from quarterback. Like they're not, they're not similar players per se, but yeah. they're... No. They're, you know, they're smaller. Tall. Yeah, they're they're smaller and that sort of thing. I mean, but in that sense, and they're ac- when when they want to, when they're informed, they're extremely accurate. Both of those guys, I'm saying. So I, I'm very curious to see what happens in Denver in that particular division. I'm not thinking about much from the Raiders, who are just kind of turned into Patriots West at the moment. <laughs> and uh, then we have the Chargers, who yeah. Kieran loves. Yeah, everyone's dark. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins, like if anything, I'm a Chargers the Dolphins fan. Dolphins are the most interesting yes. because because they appear. To especially they drafted a guy called Devon Ashan, um, who's a really fast running back who fits their you running system. You know what Mike system. likes a name, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. <laughs> Excellent pronunciation. Actually, but I, yeah. anyway, um, but they they they've been running the ball a lot in preseason. And they normally, San Francisco, people don't understand, it's it's a running offense, not a passing offense. The pass comes from the, from the running game. And Mike McDaniel, obviously, is is a San Francisco, you know, mm, style yeah. player. Um, if they run the ball a lot, if to a place, well, they've, they've got Vic Fangio's as the defensive coordinator, which makes their defense, I think 50% better than yes. it was last year. They've got talent. They signed Jalen Ramsey. He's out. You know, we're talking about big free agency signings. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey got hurt immediately. CJ Gardner Johnson went to Detroit. He got hurt immediately. And, and, you know, that kills a team when you've kind of put your eggs in that exactly. basket. But I think the Dolphins are are more interesting to me than the Jets mm-hmm. as a dark horse, as a dark horse shot out I, of that AFC East. I'm worried if I was a Dolphins fan, which I'm not, but I'd be worried about just relying on Tua for a full season. He's had injury issues since he's been into the league. And even when he's played and when he's been healthy, he's not, you know, he, he was trending as a number one pick in the draft. He had a hip injury, then he ended up going, I think, fifth, which is still really, really high in that draft. Um, but I don't know if you can rely upon him, particularly with the AFC quarterbacks that all those teams have. I think Tua is a real. You watch; he's going to trade for Trey Lance if Tua gets hurt. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, we'll go back and, and, and summarize at the end of who our AFC championship winner is. Let's let's move on slightly to the NFC and see what we can find out, guys. Philadelphia Eagles, of course, lost the Super Bowl last year, three to one. San Francisco, 49 to seven to two. 
Mike, 30 seconds. <laughs> what do you think about the San Francisco idea of bringing in a friend of the show to suit to uh, quarterback the Super Bowl if they had got through? The Chargers. James G. Jimmy G? No, the other guy. So, ten, 10 kids. Oh, 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 it was a story. I'm sorry. You lost. Oh, me. right. That okay. was such a, such a kind of. You know, we're talking about Philip Rivers. Just no, Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, they were that that kid. They would have called up the show. Philip yeah, yeah. Rivers to play. He would have played the Super Bowl. That is that been, not insane? It it was pretty much yeah, but it would mm. it would be interesting, wouldn't it? I mean, it would, couldn't be worse than Josh like, than Josh Johnson. That's yeah. a Disney film. But you're just um, sitting at home drinking beer, making another yeah. kid. You're eleven. <laughs> See, I was surprised. Yeah, well, it'll give him something else to do. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. he's got enough on his plate, right? He doesn't, he, he doesn't just get cable TV. She is, that was, she, yeah, she's yeah. having another baby, correct? Is that number eleven is on the way? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't call me and to let me know. But, um, <laughs> a lot but, of calls. But um, yeah, I, I was surprised they didn't go to Christian McCaffrey and just play single wing and mm-hmm. you know the, the rest yeah. of the game. I think if Purdy's back. It's an interesting thing because there's a number of court teams going with quarterbacks who are quote unquote unproven. You know, play, as rookies last year say, only played a few games, like like uh, Ritter in Atlanta yes. and um, um, Howell in uh, Washington, and then you've got Jordan Love, obviously in Green Bay, who has never played. You know, is in his fourth year, but is basically still a rookie um, as far. And then you've got Purdy who played seven games, I guess, you know, in his rookie year. Now, if he comes back and plays that way, then the 49ers are the number two team in my mind in, in the NFC. But if well, Purdy, they are the betting too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if Purdy, but if Purdy comes back and isn't as efficient as he was, you know, and if the 49ers defense isn't as good as it was, because they had a lot of losses, including D'Amico Ryans mm-hmm. and they signed Javon Hargrave, which, He's a great player, made a lot of attention, weakens the Eagles theoretically, but doesn't because they've got draft picks. Um, San Francisco could be, you know, if, hey, iffy in that second spot. Yeah. And, and beyond them, though, who's third, you know? Well, who's, who's third I think the, we know who's yeah. third. Yeah. Who's are we going to high five? <laughs> and, and it's cow- everyone's favorite. You know, the Cowboys are probably the third. Cowboys. I, I think, yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty much easy to and, say. You know, and you, fan of, you've got one division seen. where you assume nobody's going to make the playoffs, which is the South. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know somebody has to. But, it's the worst you know. division in football at the moment. And, you know the rules of how it all works, right? And yeah. <laughs> and then you've got the North, which is a real question mark. It's, it's kind of like the AFC North, except mm-hmm. the teams aren't as good. But, you know, but you could you can make a case, I think, for three of those four teams. And and adding DJ Moore was a good move for the Bears. Yeah. Um, that's got to improve their offense. I think Love may well play well enough to keep Green Bay in a playoff run. So, yeah. And I think Minnesota obviously is not going to have a season like they had last year. That they're going to bounce back to reality. Yeah. In know? one way, it's actually more, in my opinion, it's kind of more difficult to try and read the NFC because with the AFC, as we just mentioned, so, many, so much talent there, so many very good quarterbacks. You can see what those teams are doing, but there's just a dearth on the other side of the of the conference. So yeah, certainly from the Seahawks down, I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. what Saints, Packers, Falcons, Giants, Rams, Commanders, Panthers have any hope of doing much at all this year, bar a couple of... Mm-hmm. Well, if Howell plays well, the Commanders could be a surprise because they've got a really good defense. They've got a top five defense yeah. in the mm-hmm. league. Um, now, you They're know, not going to win enough games. It's a tough division, yeah. and and the Giants just traded a seventh round pick for Isaiah Simmons, and now Isaiah Simmons has looked awful, you know, for a guy of his talent, especially for Arizona. For Arizona. Now he's going to the Giants and Wink Martindale on defense, and right. I, I think he could be a a real improvement for them. Mm-hmm. And I also think 
Daniel Jones is in his third season under Brian Dayball now. If you look back to Buffalo, Josh Allen exploded in his third season under Brian Dayball. And if if Barkley Barkley is a team player, Barkley signed his deal because he wants to play on this team. If Jones can live up to the contract he signed, do you think that's realistic though? I mean, just eye test wise, you can look at you can look at Josh Allen before his breakout year, and you can look at Daniel Jones recently and be like, one is better than the other here. Uh, well, I think I think you, you almost you're you're manipulating Jones more. You kind of kind of help him more, and I'm not sure that the Giants' offensive line is going to be as good as Buffalo's was that year to yeah. to help him out. Um, and the weapons probably aren't as good. That's why they need Barkley a lot. So there's a, there's a big question mark yes. there. Where question? Kansas City, top of the AFC, underneath quite a few cl- clubs that are or, or franchises that are you know, going to challenge them. The Eagles, to me, look like they're a stronger favorite for the NFC because I'm not oh, yeah. entirely sure. We spoke a lot about the Eagles <laughs> last we, year. Can we spoil? Can we put the spoiler in <laughs> yeah. right now? Eagles, yeah. I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles, to me, should be the lowest odds for the Super Bowl. Yeah, because the, the Eagles, yeah, we said, that they had the draft picks. They mm. had the team in place. They were almost a team for like this season, next season, the following season, but they actually got there early to the Super Bowl, yeah. which they obviously wanted to win. Like, uh, of course they wanted to win, but if you were the GM and, and the coaches and, and, uh, and all of that, you would be like, well, you know, we, we, now we know what the, the big dance is like. Let's go back there and win it this year. Yeah, I think from, it's very promising because last year was really the first time people looked upon Jalen Hurts as being like, oh, this guy's really good. Yeah. You know, he had potential. Obviously, we knew that he was good in college, but you need to do it in the National Football League for this to really make a difference. And he did it. And credit them. And, in the, and like, a, and like a, the point being, he did it, they did it in the first season where they were like, okay, we're going to be good this year. And so the quarterback well, is like, yeah, had, definitely. Yeah, they had, I think we talked about this a year ago. They yeah. had a decision to make after the season, after the 2021 season. Mm. Do we stay with Jalen Hurts as our quarterback? Yeah. Or do we get another one? And they said, well, if we stay with Jalen Hurts, we have to design an offense that's designed to take advantage of his strengths. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. They implemented it. They have the best or, best or second best offensive line in the league, which makes it easier. Yes. They yeah. went out and got A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. which made it a lot easier because he's a super player and, yeah. and great receiver. So they built a team around Jalen Hurts. And he's, and I mean, he's still on his rookie deal, right? Still he, on his rookie deal, which yeah. is the best position to be in football yeah, and, with a top yeah. rookie quarterback. Mm, it's yeah. the, and this is you know this is their window. Like you could argue the last year was maybe a bigger window because they had probably had a few more defensive players. But as Mike will attest as well, they had they they've really beefed up their they lost Hargrave. They, they lost Hargrave. They, they lost yeah, CJ DJ exactly. But um, in the they draft, lost their safeties. They lost their linebackers. They picked up Carter to put in uh, there yeah. beside Jordan Davis. So that is, I think, their defense this year is going to be off the charts good. And Howie is Howie Roseman, the GM, is really good at picking up guys. You know, at this stage, even of the free agency market, waiver wire guys drafting, they, they will be om- at least almost as good defensively. They've lost their co- both coordinators as well. The offensive won't hurt. Because Ben Johnson, the quarterbacks coach, is new has been with Hurts yeah. personally. So, but defensively, it's going to be a challenge. But how many Georgia guys do they have? Five. Five on the defense. Five Georgia guys on the defense. If so Ke- they, that's that's Kylie built Ringo, in teamwork. That, you know, they if have Kylie that Ringo can play, yeah. you know, yeah. and I immediately when I was writing their preview looked to see if they had a John, Paul, and George. <laughs> and I, could, I could do, but they don't. <laughs> and on that, let's move on. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We've talked to the AFC. We've talked to the NFC. We'll go back. 
We'll chat about who we think will win. We'll talk about Super Bowl winners and we'll talk about Dark Horses. One more point, just while we're Eagles offensive coordinator. I mean, their season got both their coordinators hired, right? Gannon is in Arizona, which is why they're dumping players Mm because they just want to get rid of them and build. uh, Sean Steichen, the offensive coordinator, went to Indianapolis, who drafted Anthony Richardson because of what they did with Jalen Hurts. Anthony Richardson is like Justin Fields. Hurts, you know, good running quarterback passing Lamar Jackson. This is a guy they say they think to themselves who made a, a winning team with a quarterback like that, where Chicago has been unable to so far. Um, and you know, so I, I think Indianapolis is going to be an interesting team to watch. Um, not this year, maybe, but next year. Okay, so let's run through everything, and you got to tell me because we'll, we'll we'll try and maybe do a little lacquer. Well, AFC East is who we're going to start with. The Buffalo Bills are 11 to 10. The Jets are 5 to 2. The Miami Dolphins are 11 to 4. And the Patriots are 15 to 2. <laughs> That's right. The Patriots are right there at we're the just bottom. We're just talking winners. This is just sort for of the like... division championship, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're following both of you, right? You're following. Like, we've I mean, done I, this in a I think, <laughs> like year. Yeah, I think you have you to understand give, what we do. Here, I think right? you yeah. have to give Buffalo to the division, but I like Miami. The odds on Miami might be worth a flutter. Yeah, I agree with Mike. I If. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? I think, uh, yeah, it's. I think every NFL fan would say the Buffalo Bills are the favorite to win that division. But if I had to remove, if I wasn't allowed to bet on Buffalo Bills, I would actually. I can't. I can't separate between the Jets and Dolphins. I would look at the Patriots as a decent bet there. If somehow it's not Buffalo, just because I have faith in that coaching staff's ability to organize a team. Yeah, big. Uh, one of the biggest offseason improvements was picking up Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, you know it, this was Bill Belichick's most insane moment last year, thinking that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge could actually <laughs> take a second-year quarterback <laughs> exactly. and you know build an offense. AFC North: the Cincinnati Bengals are seven to five. The Ravens are two to one. The Cleveland Browns are seven to two. John and the Pittsburgh Steelers are four to. One, it's got to be Bengals. Right? It's got to be Bengals, but we'll see. Uh, Joe Burrow oh. picked up a little bit of a calf injury in, uh, in in a preseason game, so I generally don't actually know the severity of it. If that keeps him out, it changes things a bit. But if Joe Burrow is healthy for eighty percent of the season, yeah, Cincinnati very very well coached team. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 part of it. Yeah, I mean, we, Steelers are four to one. Yes. I'd have, to, I'd have if if I was picking a dark horse in that division specifically, it would be Cleveland. But that's kind of I might have my Cleveland Browns oh, hat on there. Oh, but yeah. you know, Sean, it, like oh. I, like we discussed, it's well, the it's the most complete team they've yeah. had on paper. Now I stress on paper, but it's the most complete team they've had in certainly since the expansion back in '99. And Mike might even say probably the best team on paper since the '80s, somewhere in there. Maybe. For Cleveland, yeah. yeah, since the Belichick years, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that's early '90s, I suppose. But yeah, I think that's it. But like I said, this is the one division where you can look at any of those teams and go if. We fast forward to middle of next January, and you'll see that Bengals won. Fair enough. You see the Ravens won. Fair enough. Yeah. You, see, you, you can make a case for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I I kind of wait on the Ravens to see if J.K. Dobbins actually does come back and and play. But otherwise, they're they're solid. You know, they, they actually were better without Wink Martindale on defense, which is strange because he's a really good coordinator. And yeah. The Giants got better, but so did the Ravens. I um, question. I guess we're stressing on this a bit too much, but I, I question the. Acquisition of Odell Beckham for sixteen million. I don't think it'll make. I don't think it'll make much difference yeah, to I them. Jay Zay Flowers will make more difference. The rookie from Boston College. Yeah. Um, AFC South: Jacksonville Jags are odds on here, four to seven. The Tennessee Titans are three to one. The Colts are five to one. Houston are seventeen to two. Can you see beyond Jacksonville? Anyone? Uh, no, it's Jacksonville. The Titans for me. are always tough. They're always a tough out. Yes. You know, they're well they're well coached. Um they should have, you know, they're gonna get rid of Derrick Henry and, and um, you know, because he's in his last year 
year of his contract. I think Trayvon Burks, who they drafted with the pick from from AJ Henry to be they, um, to be the next um, AJ Brown, AJ Brown um, will have will come will come through. Yes. Um, their quarterback will be healthy this year, but you know Jacksonville very quietly traded for Calvin Ridley last year when he was suspended for the season. That's a good move. And that's, it's a great move. Mm -hmm. It's like sign, it's like getting a first round draft pick. You know, it's, it's like signing a, a, a guy, a, yeah. a, a pro bowl player. And I think he'll, he'll make Jacksonville better. And, and are we and, satisfied now that Trevor Lawrence is the guy yeah. that we think he is? Yeah. 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 I, I think he's the guy we kind of think he is. Can yeah. he go to the next level? Is, is, is the, the question is how strong is the team top to bottom? Yeah. Um, I think we're going to find out this because they weren't. Yes, I agree. yeah, they weren't good the first part of the season. They had a great mm -hmm. run, you know, toward the end, toward the end of the year. Yeah, At some point he's got to step up, and be the man. And this is his opportunity. Yeah, yeah. AFC uh, West winner, obviously Chiefs one to two, Chargers eleven to four, Broncos eleven to two, Raiders fourteen to one. Everyone's dark horse, but would you be brave backing them to actually finish ahead of Casey? It's brave, but I, I, it's not stupid, but it's brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously. Are we putting KC in the accumulator or the Chargers? I'd put KC in, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd okay. put KC in. Yeah. All right. But in my, my, if I'm not going to pick the Chargers, as I'm just specifically talking Dark Horse in this division, I'm curious, I'm, as mentioned earlier, you I'm very curious Denver. to see what happens in Denver. Yeah, very I'm, curious to see what happens. I'm not there. convinced that he and Wilson will be a good mix. Yeah, we'll find out. That's a 12 to 1 act if you just want to do AFC. Yeah. But we're going to move on because we're going to join in with the NFC and we're oh going to go Philadelphia Eagles 5 to 6, your Dallas Cowboys 17 to 10, <laughs> the New York Giants are 6 to 1, and the Washington Commanders are 11. The commies. The, the Washington commies. Commies, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, yeah. like, I mean, if you're doing an, an accumulator with the bet and you want the best chance of it's gotta well, be, you've got to be the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the Eagles. It's I, be the I Eagles. think we're all like. If you want a nice Washington. little bet just on on the division, I'd probably go for the go, Cowboys. Go with the Giants. The Giants, I don't, I don't agree. An outside moment. bet, yeah. Uh, no, the Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are the, probably the third or fourth best I, team that's in what the I think. league. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions are eleven to eight. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings thirteen to five. Green Bay Packers ten to three. Chicago Bears four to one. This is obviously the NFC. North. This is the tough one. This is the tough one. I'm not touching this. This is the tough one. I mean, Detroit's going to be a lot of people's dark horse favorite. Yeah. Um, because they finished the season strong last year. Um, Dan Campbell's no longer, you know, considered a Neanderthal coach. He's been promoted to Cro Magnon, you know. Um, <laughs> and and um. They they run they they work pretty well, but I think like I said before about Green Bay, I think I would put Green I would take Green Bay in the division. Yeah. Oh, ten to three, baby! That's what we're going for. See that, Balf? That's how you do it. <laughs> Who have we got in this one? For I'm yeah, Green Bay. I mean, oh. I think so for sure. Oh, loving this, they have a good coach. Uh, yeah, there's I just have there's questions about all the other teams in that division, and admittedly, there's there questions are, about. Them. I was going mean, to say George admittedly Bob there are questions about yeah. Green Bay too, but I think. I'd be more confident in them than the Justin Fields-led Bears, who are still a work in progress, I think. Detroit Lions look like a team that might be better next year than this year is probably what I would say. Mm. Minnesota Vikings are one of those teams that can, if you looked at them last year, they didn't actually play very well, but had a great record. Yeah. So they might very well do the same thing again. Nah. But I'd be more, <laughs> like you, you said it here, and this is a tough one to pick, but it's Green Bay. All okay. you need is love. Yeah. All you need is love. Uh, <laughs> two more to go. NFC South. New Orleans Saints are 6-5. to five. Atlanta Falcons 2-1. to one. The Panthers are 7-2. to two. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 3rd. This is a bad two. division. Is it's the worst I, division. I, I'm going with three. Atlanta, even though we don't know if Desmond Ritter's. Um, Do you like um, Atlanta for this one? 
Derek, the Saints Derek, is too easy to Derek say. Derek Carr. Like, well, yeah, because they I mean, the, they're they, the only team with a settled quarterback. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. What's the over-under actually on the Saints winning games? Well, I would, I would say I think they're 9-5. You, you think that's what they'll do? No. I, oh, I think 8-5 would be a better bet for them. Let's see. Season wins, 23-24. Over 9.5, even money. Uh, I don't know about over 9.5. That's... I'm just uh, that we'll, we'll go with Falcons for now, unless John, you have really something. I'm happy with that. I I I don't. I think Carolina. It's not your money. It's fake. I think Carolina so. Panthers might uh, upset the apple cart there a little bit potentially. Um, if if we're talking about what I want to see happen, I'd like to see Baker Mayfield do well in Tampa. Of course Bay. you would. <laughs> yeah, I, the thing the thing is the thing is with um with Carolina and and even though you could say Ritter only had what. Well, four games last year or whatever. It's a simpler system for a quarterback, you know, of what they're, what our Arthur Smith is going to ask him to do in, yeah. in Atlanta. Whereas Frank Reich has a sort of, Reich's always had big quarterbacks. I, I think I said to John, it would be, would have been more interesting if CJ Stroud had gone to, yes, yeah, to yeah, him yeah. and Bryce Young had gone to the Houston. It, it would have yeah. been, I think it would have been better for both teams, but I, I have no faith in his ability to be able to carry a team through the season. Yeah. Bryce Young's. Mm -hmm. Although I, he's a great talent, you know, mm -hmm. and I think he will. He the only will thing I will say well. that just keeps Carolina in sort of the front of my brain about this is that if you remember the last season when they traded away McCaffrey, it almost looked like they were just tanking. They were, well, they got a decent draft pick through uh, jigs and the reels of it. But it looked like they were like, okay, let's just kind of get rid of some, strip our assets away, build back for next year. But they actually strangely almost got better yeah. after they lost McCaffrey. So that just, that, that just puts a little bit of alarm bell in my brain about how this team mightn't look fantastic with what they've also got, because, but they might overperform based upon Steve their assets. Also because Steve Wilkes became the head coach, and, mm -hmm. and he took him to 6-6, six and six, which should have been enough yeah. for him to stay on. He's yeah, now yeah, the yeah. defensive coordinator in San Francisco. So, yeah. to, to summarize, I wouldn't back them, but I'm keeping an eye on them. Uh, NFC West, San Fran, 8-15, yeah. Seahawks 2-1, Rams 9, Scar it's, it's San There's Fran. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had a feeling that's the way we're going. Right. Yeah. Do you think Geno Smith can have a second year like last year? No. No, I Probably think the not. second half of last season was not yeah, what the first half was. Exactly. I think he, I think he caught people by surprise. He regressed back to sort of the average of what he's supposed to be. I think. If you put a euro yeah. on that, you get four hundred thirty-four euros. Or in your world, Mike, if you put a pound on it, you get four hundred thirty-four pounds. And wow. some of the, the, those are, in my that's, opinion, so a lot of kind of straightforward. A lot yeah. of those are the favorites in their divisions and stuff. So yeah. that's, that's a decent. I know, right yeah. there. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll catch that's up on that. Bad. We'll yeah. catch up on that. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll yeah. keep an eye on it. Um, <laughs> let's I, let's do the big finish. I think got, no, you're not. You I've can't lay with me. I think I've got log on to the best I've got a big finish. Let's do the big finish. Is that our dance routine or AFC winner? That's for later. John Bath, AFC winner. AFC winner. AFC winner. Who goes to Super Bowl from the uh, Listen, I'm just going to go with Buffalo Bills. It's not. Oh. It's not a sexy pick, but it's the most appropriate. And it's I think better it's, than Kansas, which I'm almost sure Mike's going to say. Yeah, maybe I'm going. Yeah, Buffalo I mean, Bills heads to Super Bowl. It doesn't Bowl. need to be even explained too much. They're a very good team. Uh, we'll, I think they're going to show it again this year. AFC winner. Bengals. Bengals. Okay, I like that. I really like that. I really yeah, don't want to predict the same Super Bowl as last year because it's usually too easy. Although I was right the last time I did this. So, um, but yeah, you have a good record actually on this show. Uh, Fair play to you. That's, that's why people listen. That's to why, yeah, I get the two p every right. time yeah, I do. Yeah. Stick with yeah. you because you were you were you were short and snappy for the first time ever in almost a hundred shows. <laughs> NFC Championship winner, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Okay, so. And who wins the Super Bowl? Who is most likely to win the Philadelphia. Super Bowl? Philadelphia. And who is most likely to win the Super Bowl? I mean, 
He's turning his for those Philadelphia guys, Eagles. Turning, <laughs> whatever Mike said. Yeah. Weird, <laughs> weird no. to have. It is. A good I think. One. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've I'm not to overemphasize the point because we have talked about it, but I think this Eagles team are settled. They won't get too much challenge throughout the course of, of playing in the conference. I think uh, if they can stay injury free, if Jalen Hurts can, if he's the player that we think he is again. Uh, there's no reason to suggest they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl and probably win it. Yeah, in my opinion. It's, okay. and they're not a flash team. They're built. Mm-hmm. They're built uh, inside on the lines. Their offensive line is great. Their defensive line is potentially great. Exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking of. It's the yeah. that old cliche: defense wins championships. But yeah. like, it's very true. And I would say that a dark horse right now is a side that is double figures. Okay, so tens or biggers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wh- which would mean that you are picking Bengals because they're actually ten to one to win the Super Bowl. So you're dark horse the Bowl, that's because a dark you said the AFC, they would win the yeah you naturally can assume them. So John of the of the can you see those to ten? Uh, well, I've, you know, I've got it written down in front of me. Jets, Ravens, my, got? my dark horse is Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, that, that makes sense. What yeah. a way to end the show. Yeah. The tra- really happy thought. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys <laughs> winning the what Super Bowl. What are the Bowl. Chargers? Fifteen. The Chargers are twenties. And 20. let's be honest. We're okay, well, there's a dark, there's an outside bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't be doing but that every year. I'm kind of going against myself there. Can anyway. we before we go? Can we do a team to avoid before we? Uh, Absolutely, that's yeah. next on the list. Okay, yeah, team my, to avoid. My one, and I sort of take a bit of pleasure in this, is the New York Jets at sixteen to one. I think you, I can safely advise yeah. our listeners to avoid putting any money on the New York Jets. I, do, I would, be, I would certainly agree with that. Mm. That's just because you don't like the Jets. What? Oh, of course. 60 to 1. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty yeah. good reason. If that's a better, that would need to be about a 25 to 1 for me to be interested. Um, maybe they lose their first couple And I, I would say, avoid Cleveland. I mean, <laughs> I mean, probably. To be I, fair. I, I avoid the Cleveland, Patriots. Cleveland yeah. look, you be mean to him now. Cleveland yeah. look really good on paper. Which is the danger. I, I think they're <laughs> holding Deshaun Watson back right now so that people don't realize that he's probably back to what he was. Um, I, honestly, I honestly believe that. But I just avoid Minnesota. I think that's pretty obvious, yeah, too. Um, so, yeah, those, those would be yeah. the two. Uh, Excellent. And, and and that's it gents for our season preview and thank you for listening or for watching on our YouTube channel a reminder of course that NFL Only Better is back every single Wednesday we'll take a little break we've got one week break and then we're back with the week one lines and the two gentlemen will join me throughout the whole of the winter every single Wednesday to run through everything and hopefully pick us out a few winners yeah. we'll have our NFL season half term report as well and of course our Super Bowl where we'll talk back it, about everything we It's really going to be hard for me to come here every Wednesday, you know, and get yeah. that show done. We're back on Zoom. John's <laughs> wearing trousers for the first time in 99 shows. So <laughs> that's always a good sign. Uh, thank you very much for listening or for watching. A reminder to please do gamble responsibly. Keep an eye out on the Betfair Sportsbook for all of the latest offers and odds. And of course, don't forget that this is one of a plethora of podcasts available to you. You've got Racing Only Better, Football Only Better, Golf Only Better, Wade In, and Rugby Only Better, which is being recorded. <laughs> Very, very shortly, shall I tell you, with me <laughs> as a host. So if you enjoyed this and you want another hour, just play the next track. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.